Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hello, Life Church Global. What a blessing to have this awesome opportunity just to minister the heart of the Father with you this beautiful day. And special thanks to Pastor John and Pastor Kelsey for an opportunity, you know, just to minister to God's people this beautiful day. You see, uh, you, you meet people in life and other people are sent by God just to minister a word in season. And that is exactly... Uh, what Pastor John was to us as a church uh, in ministers during our Open Veil Conference. What a word it was, a word in season. You know, he spoke about the new creation and he also spoke about manifesting the kingdom of God here on, on earth. So I, I want you guys just to treasure the man and woman of God because they are indeed a gift to the body of Christ. So today let's just quickly get into the word of God and minister the heart of of the Lord and by the way I've, I've been following you know your teachings uh, the teachings by your pastor uh, what a blessing to hear every single week the testimonies of what God is doing right there in Dubai and across the globe through your ministry you know just continue to support the ministry because many lives are being impacted and we are learning quite a lot even though we are far but you know the word of God is just penetrating and establishing you know the kingdom of God in the hearts of many people so today we're just going to share the word of God you know together and just sit around the table learn together and be blessed you know by nothing else but the word of God you know um, the title for the message today is see again see again see again you see we are not just mere human beings we are not just ordinary people. The moment that we get born again, you know, we get into the family of God. The Bible says regeneration takes place and it says that we are born from above. John chapter number three, we are born from above. And the moment that you are born again, you are born from above, which means, you know, heaven gives birth to you. The spiritual gives birth to you and you are no longer an ordinary species. You know, Paul comes to that effect and he says, you know, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. The old has passed. Behold, everything has become new. And we are not supposed to die like man, man, because we are not man, man. Although we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And that is very important because Jesus, when he was praying for his disciples just before he left, he says, I pray for them so that you you know, you keep them in this world, not for you to take them out, but for you to keep them in this world. And although they are in this world, they are not of this world. So you and me, we are living in this world, but we are not of this world. You see, after Pastor John ministered at our church about manifesting the kingdom of God, I started to ask myself a couple of questions. And one of them was, you know, why is it uh, or rather, I got answers from his teaching why we do not, you know, all of a sudden, the moment that you get born again, we don't go to heaven. God doesn't take us and, and, and be with us to heaven, you know, or we die and we go automatically to heaven. God deploys us as ambassadors here on earth. Why? Because God wants to establish his kingdom through his children. So the moment that you are born again, you become a deployee of heaven on earth you become an ambassador representing the kingdom of god here on earth because you are with him seated together with him in the heavenly places 
Now, this is the reason why a lot of us sometimes don't, you know, uh, manifest the kingdom of God here on earth. It's because we are still trying to make heaven. You see, as children of God, we don't make heaven at last. We make heaven at birth. The moment you are born again, you are already seated together with Christ in the heavenly places. You are in Him. He is in you. So you are not trying to make heaven. Actually, heaven, when heaven is looking at you, He's saying there is a person seated right here in the realms of the Spirit with the Father and with the Christ. Now I want you to then begin to manifest what you have seen and what you continuously see. Your experiences of heaven manifest that, you know, on earth. Now, First John chapter number 5, you know, verse, verse, uh, verse 11 and 12, one of my favorite verses. It says, um, this is the testimony that we have that God has given us eternal life and this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life and whoever does not have life, uh, the Son does not have life. So you and me, we have got the life of God because we have the Son of God. And you know, this is good news. This is what should make all of us celebrate and love God more. Why? Because we know that we already have the life of God in us. Now to that effect, I want you to attend with me, please, if you can, to the book of Mark, chapter number 6, verse 35 to 37. Mark chapter 6, verse 35 to verse 37. Now the Bible says, When the day was now far spent, his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted uh, place, and already the hour is late. Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. But he answered and said to them, You go give something, uh, you go give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? Uh, but he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they found out, they said five and two fish, right? So we're just going to continue to read as we go. So this is the story when Jesus fed, fed the multitude. So he says to uh, his disciples, after they came to him and said, you know what, you, you have to send these guys away. Jesus had been ministering to the multitude, teaching them the kingdom and teaching them the word of God. So now this was late and the disciples, because... You know, they were very compassionate. They say, you know what? It's now late. Let's release them so that they can go and find something uh, for them to eat. And Jesus said, this was his response, very interesting uh, response. He says, but he answered and said to them, you give them something to eat. You are my disciples. Give them something to eat. Give them something to eat. Now, the reason why Jesus said to them, give them something to eat is because he knew having walked with him, that they had the ability in them to actually provide food for these people. And what do they do? The disciples, all of a sudden, they are looking at what is physical. They are looking at, you know, how much is needed in order for the need to be met. Okay? They are looking at, you know, the purse. They are looking at, you know, how many loaves do we need for these people? Where are we going to get the money? And, and, you know, a whole lot of things, I, I believe, were going on in their minds, in their heads. They're thinking, what can we do to meet the need? 
But Jesus, when he said, give them something to eat, he was not talking about, uh, you know, money because money for him was not a factor. Money is one way that God uses to meet need, but it's not the only way that God uses to meet our needs. You know, most of the times we limit ourselves, you know, we look at how much money we have in our pockets. And if the money is not enough, we feel like the need is not going to be met. But here is the good news. We have to go beyond, you know, what we have in our bank accounts. We have to go beyond, uh, you know, what we have, you know, uh, in our storehouses and begin to see the ability of God in providing. So what is it that we have? And this says we only have five loaves and two fish. Right, verse 39, then he commanded them to make them all sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks, uh, in hundreds and in fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, now this is very important, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to sit before them. And the two fish, right? And the two fish, praise God, where am I now? And the two fish he divided among them, so they ate and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of uh, fragments of the fish. Now those who had eaten the loaves were about five thousand men. Now this is very interesting now. So when Jesus got the five loaves and the two fish, this is, this is, this is where you have to just get this. When he got the five loaves and the two fish, the Bible says he looked up. Okay, he looked up. Now that word looked up in Greek, it's anablepo. There are actually two words that are joined together. Ana, which means uh, again. Blepo, it means to see. So if we are to join the two words together, it means when he looked up, he saw again. Now, this, is, this was going to be very natural, you know, for mere men, you get five laws and two fish and you've got, you know, 5,000 men present. It was very easy for him to dismiss and says, look, it's not enough. The disciples saw it as not enough. And I'm sure the little boy also saw it as not enough. The multitude, I'm sure they saw it as not enough, but not with Jesus. Jesus saw it as more than enough. Why? Because he did not only see what was in the natural. He did not only see the five loaves and the two fish and end them. He saw what was there in the physical. But the Bible says he looked up. He looked up. Anna Blepo, he saw again, right? To see again, he looked up. So he was saying, look, this is what we have in the natural. But I, I am not natural. So I cannot limit myself to things that are natural. I have to look up and see, you know, the provision of the Father. And I believe when he looked up, he saw, you know, the bands of, of heaven, the provision of heaven. He saw the abundance of heaven. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says, and he gave thanks. So after seeing again, he gave thanks and blessed the food. Praise God. After seeing again, he gave thanks and blessed the food. Now, this is very important. Most of the times when we get, you know, your, your salary comes in or you get little money there and you get something there, you know, it's just a small opportunity. Most of the times what people do, we begin to condemn the little. We despise the little. 
you know, we murmur, we complain, and, and we don't like the little. So we, we look at the five loaves and the two fish and we say it's not enough, we dismiss it. You know, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't see again, we don't lift up our eyes to the heavens, we don't lift up our eyes to God. We don't take time to look into our spirits where there is the fullness of the blessing of God. You know, according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 3, He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And where did He deposit those blessings? He deposited the blessings of God right on our inside. You see, when God came into your heart, when God came into your life, He did not leave anything in heaven. It's not like each and every time, you know, there is need for something. He says, oh, no, 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 I forgot to give you my blessing. Let me go look for a blessing. No, He has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. So when Jesus had the five loaves and the two fish, he did not end there, but instead he looked up, Anablepo. He looked up and he saw again. You know, my encouragement to you today is to see the ability to see again. You know, to make a decision in your life that whenever I get the little, I will not condemn the little, I will not despise the little, I will not murmur over the little. Instead, I will look at it and look up and appreciate the blessing of God because the blessing of God is not tied you know to money the blessing of God it is what he did when he gave you his only begotten son that is Jesus is God's blessing for your life you know because you have him in your life you've got the ability of God you've got the inheritance of God you know Paul says in the book of Acts chapter number 20 I commend you to God and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. So where is your inheritance? Your inheritance is in the word of God. Where is your blessing? Your blessing is in the word of God. Only if you train yourself not to condemn, not to, you know, not to curse what you have. If you only learn to see beyond the natural because you are not a man, man. you are spirit. You are not physical. You are spirit. You are not your body. You are spirit. This is earth. This is dust. It is going to go back where it came from. But the spirit you, the one that is regenerated, it is complete. It is full. It is rich. It is blessed. And you only have to learn to connect your spirit, you know, to that which God has already done for you, provided, you know, at the cross and begin to celebrate even when you have the little. You are not celebrating the little, no, but you are celebrating the plenty that you see, the plenty that you already possess on your inside. And by so doing, you are able to release the provisions of God on your inside and manifest them on the outside. So as a child of God, you need to learn to see again. You need to learn to see again. You know, in the book of uh, 2 Kings, chapter number 6, verse 13 to 17, there's a very interesting story that we see there. You know, this is Elisha with his servant. The army of the Syrians is now surrounding them. You know, the servant wakes up that day early in the morning before Elisha, and he saw that they were encompassed, they were surrounded by the armies of Syria. He panicked, he saw right but he did not see again he, he saw in the natural in the physical and he did not see again and he panicked he went to his master you know what look what is happening we are surrounded 
we are in trouble and you know he expected i'm sure this the, the, the master to be just as surprised the master just to panic the same way that he had panicked but the bible says he says god opened he prayed for him open the eyes of this young man you know he the man of god wanted him the servant to see again he only saw in the natural and because he saw in the natural he became intimidated because he saw only in the natural he became fearful because he only saw in the natural he thought that was the end of the road but the man of god because he saw again he saw in the spirit he realized that the man that were with them the army of god that was with them was greater was bigger was mightier than the armies of the Syrians praise god this is the blessing of seeing again this is the blessing of not being limited to the natural we are not natural beings we are not mere human beings we are not going to die as mere men because we are not mere men we have got the very life of god on our inside the soul the life of god is right in your spirit is right in your life and the bible says the same power that raised jesus from the dead is resident right in your spirit it's resident right in you and what is it going to do it is going to quicken our mortal bodies praise god it is going to quicken our mortal bodies you know we need just to learn to see again to learn to see again praise god and again you know the bible you know tells us of uh, of our father of faith Abraham and you know Abraham had come out of uh, you know the heir of the childless with Lot and now because of the connection uh, Lot became prosperous and it 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 so happened that as they became prosperous as they, they became wealthy the headsmen of Lot started fighting with the headsmen of of Abraham in wisdom Abraham then came to to to, to Lot and said you know what we we cannot afford to fight we are we are brothers we can't have this you know battle going on between your headsman and my headsman but this is one thing that you can do now i want you to choose you know if you go to the right i'm going to go to the left if you choose the south i'm going to go to the north uh, i'm just paraphrasing by the way so you know lot looked at the plains of you know Sodom and Gomorrah and it was all beautiful you know the plains you know were were all green and he felt that's the right place for me to go and he chose the plains you know of Sodom and Gomorrah and when when Lot departed God said Abraham lift up your eyes lift up your eyes i want you to see again praise god i want you to see again you looking at it and you thought the place that lot took is no longer yours but i want you to see again i want you to see again because remember when i called you from the air of the chaldeans i said to you wherever your foot shall tread i'm going to give you that place wherever you just going to step i'm going to give you that place and when he lifted up his eyes god says as far as your eyes can see i've given you the land let me just submit this quickly to you he was not talking about the physical seeing now when he says as far as your eyes can see i have given you the land and abram looked up he saw again he saw again and realized that even the plains and and of sodom and gomorrah that were taken by lord they actually belonged to him the blessing of seeing again is if you learn to see again uh you will not worry 
as a child of God, you worry, you worry no more because you are able to see again. You see, Jesus in Matthew chapter number six, uh, when he was talking uh, about worry, he says, you know what? Do not worry about what you're going to eat. Do not worry about what you're going to put on the beds of the earth. They are well taken care of. What is he saying to them? He's saying, I want you to see again. Don't only look at what is natural. Have your eyes opened to how I take care of, you know, the beasts of the field. How I take care of the beds of the earth. If you are able to see again, you will know that there is plenty that I can do for you. I want to say to somebody, you are going through a rough time right now. You don't know what to do, but guess what? You can see again. I want your eyes of the spirit to be opened for you to see through the lenses of the word of God and begin to see that he has blessed you with all things that pertains to life and godliness and begin to see that he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up, up for us, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? Not some things, but all things. All things are given to you. Next time when you're facing a crisis, see again. You know, when you receive the report from the doctor, some of you received the report from the doctor, sick in your body, you were told you've got a few months to live. I want you to know you can see again. You can see again. Do not just end at the report of the doctor. See again. You know, recently uh, somebody came to give me a testimony of, uh, you know, what God did in their lives. 14 years without a child, believing God for a child. They went to the doctors. The doctors told them that it was impossible for them to have a child. But they kept on believing and they saw again. They were at peace they rested in the promises of God because God makes all things good and beautiful in his own time. They, they, they saw the report of the doctor, but they said, you know what? This is the report of the doctor. We are setting it aside, but we choose to see again. And when they saw again, you know, the good news is they are expecting a child. What a God we serve. What a God we serve. You know, at one time, uh, I went to another place to minister and a certain lady came. Her husband was in a hospital, given you know a few days to live. Uh, she could not; he could not move. He was in a very, very terrible state. They tried camel; it had not worked. And they told the wife that, "Look, you have got a few days, you know, with your husband. You know, you just have to bid farewell to to him because he is not going to leave." So she came to that meeting with the shirt of the husband and say, Pastor, I want you to just pray over this shirt. I believe that when you pray and declare healing over my husband, he is going to be healed. You know, we agreed, we decided, we made a decision to see again. Yes, the doctors, they've given him a few days to live. Chemotherapy had failed. You know, medication had failed. They'd done everything that they could. Now what was left was for him to go back home, you know, with with his wife for him to die at home but she decided to see again i agreed with her prayed with her you know went with that shirt and when she got there at the hospital with the shirt he put on the shirt just just put on this shirt and you know what happened you see we serve an amazing god you put on that shirt in a matter of days you know if i'm not mistaken it was two days after two days the guy was completely healed I mean completely healed. It was not a process. He was completely, completely healed. The doctors were shocked. The doctors were surprised. What happened? 
he saw again, and the wife decided to see again. I decided to join their faith and also see again. This is what the doctor said. But what does the Bible say? By his stripes, we are healed. That is what I chose to see. That is what they chose to see. And I want to encourage you today. You can make that decision in your life. You know, they told you you've got cancer. See again. See the stripes that brought you your healing. See the health that you have right in your spirit. You are not trying to convince God to heal you. You know, healing is not a reward for good behavior. Healing is children's bread. Healing is a portion given to God's children. If you only make a conscious decision that yes, I've got five loaves and two fish, but I'm going to see again. And when you see again, you will give thanks. One sign that you are beginning to see again is number one, you rest in what you are seeing. You rest in the ability of God. You rest in the finished work of the Christ. You rest in the supplies of God. Number one, you rest. Number two, you give thanks. It's because when Jesus looked up, the Bible says he gave thanks. He did not beg. He did not, you know, kick the heaven's door and says, you know what, up until you do it for me, I'm not going to leave. You know, because what we kick the heaven's door for has already been provided for us because of the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you can see it in the realm of the Spirit, you will give thanks for it. And when you give thanks for it, you know, the next thing that Jesus did after giving thanks, the Bible says, and he blessed it. All right? He blessed it. What is the blessing? The blessing is just speaking, you know, what heaven is saying over what you have. So you look up, you see the provision of heaven, and you give thanks because you can see it. Lord, I just thank you because there is more than enough. I just thank you because I do not live on my salary, but I live on the grace of God. I live on the provision of God. You are there. You see again. Praise God. You know, you, you see again the supplies of God. I just want to encourage you to see again. I don't know what you're going through this beautiful day, but if only you, are, you, you train yourself to see again to see through the word of God and make a decision and say, this word is going to be my lenses. It's going to be my mirror. If I need anything, I'm just going to go into the word, check what it says. And if it says that I've got joy, I will be joyful. Even though I'm in chains, like Paul was in chains. But you know, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. I say rejoice. You see, the chaos that is going on in the world today, it's only uh, uh, able to be stopped by men and women who see again. You see, there is a virus that is, uh, you know, causing a lot of chaos in the world. How about we see again as God's children and we see the solution that we already have in the spirit and begin to just release the life of God into our cities, release the life of God into our families, release the life of God into our bodies, we see again what is God saying. When you see again, you realize that it is not God sending the virus. When you see again, you realize that there is already a solution to this virus. When you see again, you realize that it was already paid for at the cross. You know, he did not you know, pay for other sicknesses and leave out others. No, for every sickness, for every debt, for every problem, 
Jesus Christ paid with his own blood. And my encouragement to you is that learn to see again. When you are able to see again, it will be easy for you to enjoy the blessing of God. So the Bible says, he saw again, he looked up, he gave thanks and blessed. You know, we don't have to limit God. You see, we don't have to limit God because God can do everything. I've seen God do stuff. I've seen God raise the dead. I've seen God reheal incurable diseases. I've seen God do so many amazing things only because, you know, I've trained myself, still training myself to, to see again. You know, there are times when the devil comes at you and he's trying to just bring condemnation. You know what? See again. You know, you are not your flesh because he always wants you to look at the physical, the natural. So he will point you to the, to the weaknesses in your body, the weaknesses of your flesh. But you have to see again and say to him, I'm a righteous man. I'm not a sinner. And tell him, you know what? I am forgiven. I'm justified. I belong to the family of God. He will come and say, you know what? You are not a child of God. Look at what you did. Look at what you did. Look at what you did. You tell him, look at his face. He says, I saw again. You know, I see again. I'm not limited to my weaknesses and I'll not be defined by my, my shortcomings. I'll not be defined by my mistakes. I'll not be defined by the things that I go through, but I'm defined by the blood that purchased me. And this is the blood of Jesus Christ that washes all our sins, cleansed us from all unrighteousness. Praise the Lord. It is time in this season, in this world, for God's children to begin to walk you know, not as man, man, to begin to walk with great authority, to begin to release the kingdom of God, the power of God, you know, in our situations, the power of God at our workplaces, because we are ambassadors of God, deployed by God. At that place where you are working, you are God's deployee. In that home, in that family, you are God's deployee. God sent you there, you know, to showcase His glory and to showcase. Um, you know, his might right there. Praise the Lord. We have to learn to see again. Second Corinthians chapter number four, verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter number four, verse 18. Look at what the Bible says. You know, the Bible says, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen, they are eternal. We do not look at what we see we don't look at the things that are seen i will not define myself by the things that i see but i look at the things that are not seen because the things that are not seen they are eternal the things that are not seen they are eternal we need to learn to go beyond the earth and begin to see in our spirits and begin to see what god has done for us in our spirits you know in the book of john chapter number number 11 we, we see the story of Lazarus. It's a very interesting story. You know, the story of Lazarus. Uh, you know, the Bible says, he when he was told that, you know, your friend Lazarus is sick, he says, well, I'm just going to come there. Um, he, the, actually, the Bible says he tarried for four days. And they came back again and says, well, he, is he has died. He's, he's no longer there. And says, no, uh, he's asleep. We'll go and wake him up. You see, when you begin to see again, even your language will not be understood by mere man. They'll think you're proud. They think that you don't, you're out of your mind. 
and you tell them, yes, it's true, I'm out of my mind because I'm now in the mind of Christ. Actually, his mind is now my mind because the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. And because I've got the mind of Christ, I don't reason at the same level, you know, man, man reason. I don't use logic, you know, to process things, but I use the mind of God to look at things. You know, when I see death, I don't look at death the way the world sees death. You know, Jesus said, Jesus sleep. I'll go and wake him up. And when he got there, you know, the, the, the sisters were crying. Uh, if you had come earlier, they knew a Jesus with the ability to heal the sick, not a Jesus who with the ability to raise the dead. You see, you can, you can limit Jesus. You can actually limit God in your life. The Bible is clear. We can limit God. We can limit the power of God in our lives by how we understand, by how we view Him. If we only see Him as one who um, heals the sick only and does not raise the dead, that is the portion that we are going to enjoy. If you only see Jesus as the one who is able to only heal a headache, you know, a stomach ache, but cancer, HIV, He cannot that's what you're going to see in your life because you have, you know, limited him by your faith. You have directed your faith to one aspect uh, of his power and the other things you have relegated uh, them into a box where it cannot be. He cannot do it. No, I'm, I'm coming back to the Lazarus story, but let me just give a scripture, you know, to support what I'm saying. Psalms chapter uh, 78 verse 41 Psalms chapter 78, verse 41, the Bible says, Yeah, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They limited the Holy One of Israel, which means it is very possible to limit God. Okay? It is very possible to limit God. Jesus did not do a lot of miracles in his hometown. Why? Because they limited him. They did not honor him. They did not give him his position. So, they were not open. They, they did not have the faith to tap into the ability of God and cause the ability of God to become their ability and manifest in their situations and provide solutions to their problems. So they limited the Holy One of Israel. Psalms chapter 81 verse 16. The Bible says, He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and with honey out of the rock should I have satisfied with thee? This is what God was able to do for the children of Israel in the wilderness. He was able to feed them with the finest wheat. And he was able to give them honey from the rock. They only had water from the rock. But that's not all that God could do. God could actually, you know, he could have given them honey from the rock. Honey without bees. You know, no, no, no bee stings. But God was just going to give them honey from the rock. But how come they did not enjoy the honey from the rock? The Bible says because they limited the Holy One of Israel. How do we limit Him? When we complain, when we murmur, and when we curse the little. When we curse the little opportunities that we get, we curse, you know, you are at your job, you are employed, you're cursing that job. You know, you don't like that job, you're cursing that job. How are you able then to showcase the kingdom of God and manifest the glory of God in a place where you curse? You know, you, you're mad every time you wake up going there. You don't like it. You curse it. You know, your salary, you know, you curse it. 
the food that you get in your plate before you even, oh, it's not enough. How about you look at the food and you give thanks. You see again, you give thanks. And as you give thanks, there will be multiplication. So multiplication is as a result of giving thanks. So now back to the story of Lazarus. So they limited. Oh, if only you had come earlier, you would not have died. Now it's too late. And Jesus says to her, you know what? I'm, Lazarus is going to rise up again. Oh yeah, no, I know Lazarus is going to rise up again in the day of resurrection. See what is happening? In her mind or in their mind, they don't see Jesus as one with the ability to raise Lazarus from the dead at that particular time. They, they just pushed it into the future. Well, in the day of resurrection, when everybody is going to rise up, well, that's when it's going to happen. When are you going to enjoy the blessing of God? Oh, when the coronavirus is all over, you know, oh, when are you going to, you know, probably have good opportunities? Well, not now because of the situation that is here, but when everything is back to normal, you see, we, 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 we know or we have limited God to be the God who only works when everything is normal. When everything is working out perfectly, that's when God does his things. But when things are tough, when things are tight, when things are rough, we don't see him as one who can part the Red Sea. We don't see him as one who can part the Jordan. We complain it's the end of the road. But I want you to know, as God's child, that if you're able to see again and say, you know what? Yes, Lazarus may be dead, but I choose to see again. So Jesus says to them, I am the resurrection and life. I'm not only going to that resurrection day that you're talking about. I am that resurrection day. And because I'm here today, it is the day of resurrection. And the Bible says Jesus wept. Why did he weep? He wept because of their unbelief. And he he he, he prayed, you know, at the tomb of Lazarus. Says, God, I know you hear me. But for the sake of these people who do not believe, Lazarus, come forth. Are you seeing what is happening? He did not say, well, how can I call him by name? Uh, he's dead. He cannot hear. But Jesus was in a realm where Lazarus was, and that is the spiritual realm. And he, he, he was able to communicate and says, Lazarus, you know, Lazarus in the spirit, pick up your body. Praise God. This, this is amazing. Lazarus, you can hear me. You are spirit. Go pick up your body and come out. And Lazarus took heed. Everybody else, when they saw that he was dead, four days in the tomb, for them it was all over. He can't hear us anymore. Well, he can because he is spirit. Jesus knew that because he saw again. And because he saw again, he didn't beg God, God, please, you know, how about you, 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 you raise up Lazarus, God, please do something. No, he didn't talk to God for God to raise Lazarus. No. When he looked up, he actually said, thank you, Lord, because you hear me. The same principle again. Thank you, God. Because he saw him. He saw Lazarus alive. He saw him in the place where he was living. Praise God. See yourself in the place where you are healed and give thanks. See your place in, a, in the realm of the spirit where there is no sickness. You are not sick. You are healed. You are the healed of God. See yourself as the blessed of God. When you see yourself as the blessed of God and begin now to tell your body and say, body, I've got a place where I am healed. 
and you've got to line up with the person that I see in the realm of the spirit. So the Bible then says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. And we go now with the same idea. We say, let the poor say, I am rich. You know, let the sad say, I am joyful. You know, pick up yourself, you know, begin to rejoice and say to yourself, I can see myself, you know, the way God sees me. I'm not poor. I'm not broke. I'm not down. I'm not out. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm a stranger to failure. I do not know any defeat. Why? Because I've got the life of God and I've decided to see beyond the flesh. You know, they told you you will not make it in life. See beyond. What does the word of God say about you? You know, you are in Dubai. Most of you watching me right now, you are in Dubai. It's a desert. But they saw beyond. They saw beyond. They did not try and plant, you know, maize right there. No, they saw beyond. The oil was not on the surface. They detected. They say, if God has placed us in this place, there must be treasure in this place. They saw beyond the surface. You know, if you had been, you know, if God had come and said, well, I'm going to give you a desert. We're all going to run away from the desert. We all look for a good place, fertile soil and all that. But those who were given the desert, they decided if God has placed us in a desert, we will not curse the desert. We'll see again. Everybody is going to Dubai. Everybody loves to be in Dubai. Why? Because they decided to see. If they decided as men, men, as natural man, as physical man, decided to see beyond the natural. How about you and me? Born of God, with the seed of God, bought by the precious blood of the Lamb. How about we train ourselves to see beyond the natural? You know, I'm just going to pray right now. And my desire is that as you as you, you go into the week, as you, you know, as we come to the end of this beautiful year, I want you to be able to see again 2020 was not a terrible year, if only you are able to see again. 2010-20 was not horrible, we see again. What is it that we see when we open up our eyes? We see ourselves as God's instruments, that God is saying, look, there has been a chaos, but I'm sending you because you can see again. The world needs hope, we carry the hope of the world. The world needs, you know, a healing. We carry that healing. The world needs prosperity. We carry the prosperity of God. The world needs solutions. We are the solution bearers. And we release those solutions into the world. Father, I just thank you in the name of Jesus. You know, just for this opportunity that you gave me, Lord, just to minister to Life Church Global and uh, everybody around the world. Lord, I just thank you because you are at work in their lives. I thank you, Lord, for Pastor John and Pastor Kelsey as they demonstrate the kingdom of God. Lord, in Dubai, let it be felt in their city. Let it be felt. Let them just be the light that shines in darkness because they are the light that shines in darkness. Lord, I just thank you in the name of Jesus that you continuously expand their territory and every member of the church. Lord, I just thank you in Jesus' name, Lord, that this year will end well for them, that they will be able from the little that they have they will be able, Lord, just to supply and to meet every need, not only their needs, but the needs of their families. Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus Christ that they go into the world with so much boldness and confidence, knowing that, that he who began a good work 
will see it to completion. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that there will be much more, uh, uh, much more than enough. There will be leftovers, leftovers, Father, in the name of Jesus. Abundant joy, more than enough. Lord, abundant health, more than enough. Abundant joy, more than enough. Let them overflow in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that they continue to experience the miraculous. I declare the health of God, you know, over the people that are watching right now. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. I speak, Lord, that every dry bone comes back to life in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord, that, you know, finances, those who are in need of finances, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that their eyes are open, that their eyes be open to the provision of God, that they enjoy the prosperity of God that has been made available by the finished work of the cross. To you be the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Thank you once again, Life Church uh, Global and Pastor John and Pastor Kelsey for the opportunity to minister the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ with your church. You are blessed and permanently blessed. God bless you.